uh, with our Hello and welcome to the latest Clear Cruise podcast. Now, following on from last week's episode with CEO Tom McAlpin, Andy Harmer is in the studio with Virgin Voyages' Shane Riley to answer your questions on everything you need to know about the upcoming Scarlet Lady. Enjoy. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello, this is Andy from Studio One at Clear, uh, joined by Shane. Hi, Shane. Hi, Andy. In Studio One with the with the white background. Is, is, yeah, very inventive. <laughs> uh, so, thank you for joining us. So, over the next thirty minutes, we're going to be talking to Shane about Virgin Voyages, the newest cruise line on the block. Um, so, we need your questions. So, if you've got questions about what the onboard experience is like, or dining, or anything at all to do with Virgin Voyages, then please. Put your questions in the comment box on Facebook and during the course of the next 30 minutes, we'll try and get through as many questions as possible. We've had a couple that have come in already. Kind of Some eager beavers were already writing in, which is great. Ahead, ahead of time. So thank you for the questions, but please, let's hear them for Shane. So Shane, you are Director of Sales. Yes. For you know, I was too Voyages. sure. I wasn't too sure yeah. for a second. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been at Virgin and what was your journey to Virgin? Because yes. you've been cruise a long time. I have, yes. So I have been with Virgin now for coming up to 16 months. Right. Um, so it feels like a very short time and a very long time at the same time. Yeah. So it's quite quite interesting. Um, previously to this, as you know, it feels weird telling you this because we've known for a long time. We've known each other. Um, but pre- prior to this, I spent most of my career uh, at Carnival UK. Okay. Um, so responsible for brands of Cunard, Princess and Pinot Cruises. So my last job there was Director of Trade Engagement. Ah. Yeah. So Virgin came along, or the opportunity at Virgin came along. What made you want to leave some of the most established cruise brands in the world to a new, a whole new product? Yeah, I, well, as soon as I started talking to the, the team at Virgin and to Stacey Shaw, who's my boss, I was in. I, I always say they, they had me at a high. Uh, because <laughs> as soon as we started talking about the experience, we started talking about the way that we were going to introduce something completely new to the industry, um, that's what really got me excited. The fact that we were taking our inspiration from the best of what's available on land and bringing that to sea, that's what really got me excited. So. But you started as a team of one for UK. You now have a team. I did, yeah. We had a 300% increase. <laughs> so uh, we were able to take on another two people in the UK. So we have Sarah Jane Walker, SJ Walker, uh, formerly of Princess Cruises fame. So she is with us and responsible for uh, Wales, Central and North. Okay. Uh, and then we have Gemma, as, Gemma Smith as well, and she's responsible for the South of the UK. Excellent. So I can put my feet up now. I've got, <laughs> I've got an entire squad. What on yeah. earth do you find to do all day? Yeah. Um, so let's go all the way back because Virgin Voyage is obviously the brainchild of Sir Richard Branson. So, and he said very early on in his career that he wanted a cruise line. Yeah, he did. So he's talked quite openly at Clear, actually, yeah. the Clear conference last year. And um, he's wanted to start a cruise line since his early 20s. And starting a cruise line, as you know, is a multi-billion pound operation. <laughs> yes. It's not something you can do overnight. Um, and he spent all this time, it's been his dream for so long. And he wanted to be able to create something that he would be excited about. So he talked about wanting to create something new, something that really challenged the industry's thinking and what people expected of a holiday at sea. And I think we've he set us on the right course to be able to do that. And how involved is he in the business? Because he has a lot of business interests around the world. So does he get actively involved? 
He, he's involved quite a lot, a lot more than I thought he, w- he would actually, okay. if I'm honest with you. Admittedly, he's not running tea runs in the office, <laughs> um, but he is, uh, yeah, he is involved in, in all of the major milestones of the business. He's appeared in lots of other, lots of different yeah. events that we've done. Yeah. You've met him a couple of times Indeed. now, a couple of things that we've done. Yeah. Um, and he's really passionate about what we're doing. And I think you can see there's a lot of Richard scattered throughout the brand, our sustainability goals, okay. uh, the way we're creating a new experience, the way that we are sailor-centric uh, and being the champion of the consumer as Virgin Brand is known for. All of those things really feed through the brand of what what Richard's all about. And how difficult is it for a brand like Virgin to really be different to other cruise brands? Because there's been so much uh, innovation in the whole cruise sector. Um, And your present CEO is Tom McAlpin, who formerly Disney in the world. So are you able to bring lots of innovation, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. So Tom, um, as you mentioned, was on the launch team of Disney Cruise Line and yeah. his previous job, which I think was the best job in the world because his title was President of the World for the World <laughs> Cruise Ship. Um, so we, we're very lucky to be led by somebody who has so much experience. Yeah. Um, but for us, we really wanted to look at what was currently missing and what, what there was a segment of customers out there that were definitely underserved. So you're right in saying that the cruise industry has innovated for a number of years and we're really lucky to be in an industry that has evolved in the way that it yeah. has. Um, but we believed, and we still do, and we have found a niche market and audience that were currently underserved. An audience that perhaps were not about the latest gizmos and gadgets, and an audience that was really looking for an elevated experience on their terms. Okay. Uh, so we spent a long time analysing what the pain points were and what would put somebody off taking a holiday at sea uh, and try to address all of those. So you, so you obviously did quite a lot of research. Yeah, so there was years and years of research before we even launch the brand yeah. uh, so yeah. we've, and that's what led us to change the name from Virgin Cruises to Virgin Voyagers because it helped us to distinguish ourselves away from that particular cruise audience and that cruise market. Okay uh, and you mentioned earlier or in the last few minutes around how you take a lot of your inspiration from land-based mm. hotels so is that do we see that on board in terms of design and facilities and activities? And yeah stuff? one of the, my favorite facts is the fact that the person in charge of leading our sailor experiences has never actually sailed on a cruise before. No, really? So, so he, his, he's, he and his team are responsible for creating all of our experiences on board that our sailors are going to love, um, but he's never set sail. And it's interesting when you think about some things that happen, particularly within the cruise industry, it, there are a lot of strange anomalies that just happen because it is cruise. Yeah. And so we've looked at the best, best products and best experiences on land and taken our inspiration from the best cities in the world. So London, Miami, and looking at those cities and seeing what's really cool and hipping those destinations yeah. and how can we take the best of those destinations on board and work with some of the incredible designers, what we call our creative collective, right. um, who are responsible for designing places like the Boom Boom Room in New York, the Citizen M chain of hotels. So we've taken inspiration and pockets of those okay. amazing experiences. And is the plan, therefore, and we can talk about the customer later, but is the plan, therefore, to attract new people to cruise and not mm. to necessarily compete with some of the other cruise brands? Yeah, so we, we know that the industry is incredibly well served. So it didn't make any sense to us, for example, to enter into the family market when there's so many amazing brands that are, that are already taking that on. So through our research, one of the things that really stood out to us, which was probably the most important point, was people were really excited about an opportunity to take an adult experience and we were able to curate something from the beginning to make our product adult by design um, so that would really help us I think and, and as being 
a real big pull for people to choose Virgin Voyages. One of the things that I would say is it doesn't mean that people don't necessarily have children. It right. may just be that they're taking a break from them. Yeah. Or the fact that they may have older children. So they may okay. have kids that are 18 plus and they now want to take a different type of holiday. So let's talk about the first ship that's coming, which uh, is due out next year, Scarlet Lady. Uh, so how many guests on board? Uh, what sort of size is she? Uh, where is she currently being built? And yeah, what's, so, what your, what's your timeline? So one of the things that we have been doing, we've been doing our Ship Tease series, Ship with a P, uh, Ship Tease uh, series, <laughs> uh, and we've been showing Scarlet Lady in mid-construction, and actually yeah. it's really exciting. We get a lot of positive feedback about the fact that we've reve- we're pulling back the curtain and revealing yes. the ship in construction. Yeah. Uh, so she is currently being built in Genoa in Italy, um, and she we're due to take delivery of her early next year uh, and then she will swing by the UK so as, she's actually going to come do. so we're going to bring her from Italy to the UK so we've announced um, that yeah. she, we're going to bring her to Dover and Liverpool and um, we're going to get lots of lovely travel agents so we like to call them first mates yeah. uh, on board and really get them to immerse into the product before she heads off to her home port of Miami so it'd be really cool uh, and then number of guests and size wise? Yeah, so number of guests, she, she has 2,700 guests, so 2,700 guests. Um, and she will be classed, I guess, as a mid-sized ship yeah. right now, so she's yeah. about 110,000 tons. And the interesting factor was when we originally started the product, uh, started designing the experience, the original plan was we were going to have two ships at 5,500 guests. But our future sailors, the people that we were talking to, said that already exists. We want something new. We want a okay. mid-sized experience. So that's why we created what we've done. And then she looks different to other ocean ships, so you would you would identify from a distance that yeah. she was a Virgin Voyager ship. Yeah, deliberately so. Yeah. So uh, she is very different. She's designed to be. She's she's got more in common with a super yacht than I think a traditional cruise ship. So you just see she's got very sleek lines, smoked mm. glass, and little pops of red, and um, that obviously let people <laughs> know that she is Virgin <laughs> Voyages. Um, but she really does look like an incredible super yacht. She's got incredibly sleek sleek lines. The design of the ship is incredible, um, and we've really had to pioneer thinking in the shipyard to create something new, a right. ship that doesn't have a main dining room in the centre and the traditional types of building experiences that that ships have. So you've spoken about dining and actually we've seen a number of reveals about dining but for those who haven't seen it as you say no main dining room no yeah. casual dining so yeah. what so tell us about the dining spaces on board. Yeah so I wouldn't say there's no casual dining in the sense of we we wanted to create an experience that was more like visiting the best cities in the world and I don't know anybody that would go to London or Miami or New York and look for a dining room that seats a thousand people. Right. You would want to go to a restaurant that is an appropriate size and a restaurant that has a different type of experience and maybe something different every night. Um, you may be in the Wake restaurant enjoying incredible steak and seafood. Um, there are over 20 eateries and they're all included. So there's none of this kind of nickel and dime that we call it where you'll get on board and find that th- things are extra. Uh, we say all of our dining is included. So you can make a reservation or you can just turn up at a restaurant. Most of our restaurants have bars so you can grab a seat at the bar and right. look through the menu, which may seem like a weird thing to point out, but generally in cruise, that doesn't happen. Um, so I think a bit more like the best cities in the world and the best dining experiences in the world brought to one place that happens to travel with you. And, and, and so are all those dining spaces one area of the ship or are they spread No, over? they're all spread out throughout the ship, which what, what makes that amazing is our sailors told us that they wanted to avoid the feeling of mass. They didn't want to feel like they were in venues where there was a thousand people. Okay. And when you when you take away a main dining room and you create all of these other d- d- restaurants across the ship, then it allows you to be able to create a 
a real truly city feel and you avoid that kind of herd mentality of a thousand okay. people trying to get to a restaurant, a thousand people trying to then get to the theatre. It breaks down that feeling of mass and creates a completely different type of experience. Okay. And are some of those spaces al fresco so that you have the option to dine You outside? do, yeah. So we have a place called The Dock, which is probably one of my favourite places that's going to be on the ship. Um, that is uh, deck seven, right at the very back of the ship. And that's where you will have a meze car. There is a grill there, so you can grab okay. some light bites. So there's loads of opportunities for people that really just want to get back onto the ship with salty skin and flip-flops and, and have okay. light bites. But equally, if you wanted a, a more premium meal, then there's, there's some, lots of choices. We don't have a buffet. Right. Um, so buffets uh, are incredibly wasteful uh, and also very difficult to create a premium experience because quite often you will have a mixture of things on your plate that you would never order uh, <laughs> normally if you were in a restaurant. And so we've created the galley, which is an upmarket food hall, um, which allows you to be able to go and get some light bites that are created just for you okay. and fresh. Uh, you mentioned drag queens, and I can't let you escape without telling us more about the drag queen experience on board. Yeah, so we, we have um, a number of resident drag queens that are mainly going to be in Razzle Dazzle, which is our, probably one of our most striking restaurants. Uh, and that is actually a vegetarian forward restaurant, so that's pretty cool as well. If, yeah. like me, you want a naughty side of meat, you can add that on as well. <laughs> um, but our drag queens will put on a full kind of show, and first mates, if if they've not had a chance yet, they can actually go into the Society, which is our first mate dedicated closed user group on Facebook. And we've got a video there from one of our drag queen friends called Ginger Minch. Okay. Uh, and Ginger Minch does talk about the experience and does share a little bit about her experience with Virgin Voyages so far. You never thought you'd hear that today. I didn't. That wasn't a conversation I thought I'd be having. And, and probably around cruise, which is quite yeah. interesting. Um, so dining sounds amazing. So then the other stuff happening during the day, what mm -hmm. kind of activities and, and things happen around the ship? Yeah, so the great news is we've just added loads of new information about our events and gigs. Uh, and so we have different types of entertainment on board. So um, this is all added on to firstmates.com, which is our travel agent portal. And we have different types of opportunities where we have what we call schedule entertainment, where the things that are happening in our red room, which is our version of a theatre. Uh, but we have things that I love called happenings that will just pop up around the ship. Um, and they, we have a happenings cast. So rather than having a cruise director or a cruise director cast, you won't have any of this, welcome to Mr. Sexy Legs on deck 12. Yeah, Unfortunately, that. Andy, that, that won't be there. Um, but what we will have is a happening cast who are a series of professionals that are have got their background and their career in what they're on board to do. So if somebody's come on board to be the yoga instructor, that's their background, that is their genuine career. You won't find somebody who is running a bingo class and then running right. an art class and then running yoga in the afternoons. We've got a dedicated pool of people that are the happenings okay. cast that are there to make sure that these things happen throughout the voyage and there's lots of surprising moments. Okay. Uh, and fitness and wellness is, is a big theme that runs through the mm -hmm. ship. So and some really interesting health spaces so yeah so tell us more yeah so we're all about detox and retox uh, so quite often people think we're all definitely about the retox yeah. uh, so we do love a good party we are virgin after all um, but for us it's life's about balance so we want to give our sailors the opportunity to be able to look after themselves on board that's why we have complimentary group fitness classes right. we have some incredible places we have an outdoor yoga area where you can take in the amazing sunrise nice. up yes. on top deck yeah. but there'll always be little surprises when you when you go up there to enjoy yoga as well um, and we also have some incredible fitness spaces so we've got an amazing gym um, we've got an incredible spa that we had a chance to see when we were in Genoa and it already looks incredible and um, so this for us it's about 
the best of both worlds. If you're somebody like me who makes a donation every month to the gym and doesn't really <laughs> want to want to take partake in it, then there are some great places. But for us, it's not about having well-being. It's just about going to a gym. For yeah. us, sustainability and well-being is throughout the entire ship, whether it's the type of cocktails we serve, the fruit juices, the fresh presses, the menu that we have on board. It's all about allowing our sailors to be their best selves. So are you expecting, and we should have, I don't know if we did say that you're an adult-only ship, uh, do you expect a certain type of customer there for who would be interested in the wellness and the fitness? Yeah, I think so. I think we are adult by design, so you do need to be 18 plus to sell with us. One yeah. of the things that I guess is challenging when you launch a new product, uh, we have deliberately been, we're creating a differentiation, right? So we wanted to create something new. Um, so because of that, we wanted to be disruptive in terms of our marketing, which you'll have seen so far. Um, but there, with that, there comes almost a side effect where people try and put you in a bucket. People want to yeah. say your customers are this age. Yeah. Or, and for us, that really isn't what we're about. So people think, think of us as a millennial cruise line where actually we have sailors booked right now from 18 to 93. And for us, it's less about a number that's on someone's birth certificate. It's more about someone's zest for life. Right. Um, so if you've got an outlook on life that you really want the best that life has to give you, you want to embrace life and you want to have an incredible time, but you want the best of everything, then I think that we're the right kind of product for people. So people that may be less inclined to go to a typical all-inclusive resort and they would probably want to go and explore more culture and want to really embrace destinations they're probably the kind of people that will love our experience okay and we'll come to the destination experience in a second uh, we have had a question in which is around the ship the second ship's name asking for a clue because you've not revealed the the, the name of the second right. ship. is it something laid is lady in the name of the ship i can or? give you a clue okay Ladies in the name. <laughs> so we did reveal that all, they're all lady ships. So okay, all of our ships yeah. are lady ships. So we have Scarlet Lady. So there's a very high chance that the second ship will be something lady. Something lady. Because if you've seen our recent photographs, she does already have lady on the side of the ship. Indeed. But we've, we've been clever not to put the rest of it on there because it will get leaked very quickly. Um, but yes, we are just finalising the plans of the, the second ship name. And yeah, I think she will be very popular. Okay. Uh, and very quickly in terms of the timeline for ship number two because she's under construction. Yeah. She's under construction now so if anybody's seen some of our latest photos when you see the two ships side by side it's quite scary because they're coming along very very quickly. Yeah. Um, so ship two, um, she will be, we'll, uh, we'll be announcing some more details about ship two towards the end of this year okay. and then we'll be announcing the on sale date. We've already announced that she will be going to the Caribbean for the winter but we haven't announced her, the rest of her deployment yet but that will be coming soon. Okay. So I'm very excited about it, so it'll be very cool. Nice to, it would be nice to see her in Mediterranean waters, of course. Um, and ship three, would have, have we announced a ship three or a, a ship break, four? <laughs> no, we haven't, we, haven't even, we haven't got to that point yet. Okay. We're, we're, so right now we are solely focused on Scarlet Lady, right. and it won't be long, so we're focused on Scarlet Lady and something, something Lady. lady. <laughs> uh, and then before we know it, three and four will be here, so it's, okay. it's coming quick, quick and fast. Because I think the first time I met Sir Richard, uh, he oh, the said... the first time you met him, I think the first time. <laughs> uh, he said that he wanted sort of four, five, six, seven ships. Yeah. He wasn't sure. He didn't have a number in yeah. his mind, but he wanted yeah. more than two. Yeah, well, we're having four right now. So four, <laughs> is what we've, four is what we've agreed to, okay. and, and who knows? When I joined, it was three, okay. uh, and then we went quickly went to four. Um, but yeah, I don't know any more beyond that. Great. Okay, let's go back to the... And, and if you do have questions, please send them in. We've got uh, a few, plenty of time to get some questions through. 
Uh, let's talk about activities first of all on land because we've talked about activities and daytime stuff on board. In terms of excursions and opportunities to visit some of these places, what, what's, what's on offer? Yeah, so what you won't find is Scarlet Lady and her sister ships docking into port and finding 60, 60 seater coaches lined up ready to take on an island tour and then a rum factory and then back to the ship. Um, we're creating some completely different type of land experiences. Uh, we call them shore things because they're shore signs. So our, uh, our shore things. See what you did there. Yeah, very clever. We've got a very <laughs> clever marketing team. Uh, so our shore things are going to be something that I've curated to be able to allow our sailors the opportunity to embrace their destinations. More likely to be in smaller intimate groups than the kind of huge mass tours. Okay. Um, that's just our sailors just don't. They're not looking for that feeling of mass. So okay. the reason why we changed our dining rooms and did that, that kind of feeling and that will apply to kind of okay. avoiding a 60 seater coach. Understood. So it'll be activity led, so it's like, you know, more more energetic stuff. Yeah, like. we're working on those things now. Okay. So there'll be, what we will do is create a virgin spin on everything that we do. So for example, going to Key West, we the likelihood is we will have things that are different that you cannot do elsewhere because we're trying to create something differentiated. Yeah. So it'll be something that you can't just turn up to Key West and book yourself. Okay. You can only get that through Virgin Voyages. Similarly, you can only visit the beach club at Bimini by sailing on Virgin Voyages, so okay. which is our dedicated beach club. So itineraries, we've had a question around what kind of itineraries and a bit more information mm -hmm. on routes on Scarlet Lady, but of course we can keep asking you mm -hmm. about the second ship as well. So mm -hmm. where will Scarlet Lady, to start with, where will she yeah. go? So Scarlet Lady is operating four and five night itineraries primarily, um, and she's sailing to the Caribbean, so she's sailing to uh, Caribbean, but it's quite vague. Of course. She's sailing to Mexico, um, Dominican Republic, uh, and um, Cozumel will be one of the options where you'll be able to go to Costa Maya Cozumel. Yeah. Uh, then you'll be also be able to go to the, the beach club at the Bahamas. We also have two seven-night itineraries, which are over Christmas and New Year that we've revealed recently, um, and they will uh, call in at Puerto Rico as well. And she'll home port where? She'll home port in Miami, okay. where we're actually building our dedicated terminal. I so saw we it will under have construction. A, a brand new terminal um, which will be ready for ship two, the oh. unnamed ship two. <laughs> the unnamed. Yes, yeah, so she will she will look kind of officially open the terminal. So presumably, therefore, good for people who want a longer break but can add on some land options in Florida or in yeah, the states. Yeah. So what we're actually finding the four and five night itineraries in particular working particularly well from a UK market, um, which to be honest with you is quite a surprise because we weren't sure how long how well they would work in this market. But we're finding people are actually booking more often than not two sailings together. So people are booking a four okay. and five night itinerary. Uh, you will repeat Bimini twice, but if you get a chance to have a look online, look at the Bimini Beach Club, or the Beach Club at Bimini, um, which is incredible. So we've created an experience which is uh, a really relaxing mornings that give way to pool party fueled evenings to bonfires on the beach uh, with DJs like Mark Ronson playing so it's going to be pretty cool. And that's exclusive to Virgin Voyages and you've built the whole area is that all Dedicated yeah dedicated. it's dedicated to us we did a little video earlier um, uh, earlier in the month I think it was early last month um, where we actually took Richard Branson out there and he's actually on the actual beach where um, the saw, beach club yeah. is and uh, he's already laid out his deck chair and reserved his spot so <laughs> I don't think he'll struggle to get a space to be honest <laughs> I think he'll be all right, uh, but he's already reserving his spot. And will he be on any of the early sailings? So he is celebrating his birthday, actually. So I talked about our sailors. It's not about an, an, an age and a particular number. Yeah. Um, he's actually sailing, sailing on board in July next year and celebrating his 70th birthday on board. Right. So first mates and their customers can all get involved in that. And it's going to be one hell of a party. <laughs> I guarantee you that. And it's going to be an amazing time. So it's another opportunity to get on board and do something different. Good stuff. 
we should talk about accommodation on board. Uh, we've seen some videos and some images, of course, and you've had Jerry Halliwell herself. Ginger Spice herself. Ginger yeah, Spice. she's Doing incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. What an amazing woman. So she, we got her to test ride one of our suites for us. Um, so we thought, what better stamp of approval to get somebody who's used to the best of life uh, to get Jerry to go and give it a spin. And she loved it. And yeah, she gave some great feedback and she's produced, a, we had a really great video with her. And even more excitingly is we're actually opening the doors to that suite and the sea terrace cabin right here in the UK as well. Because that was filmed actually not oh. just down the road near Gatwick. Okay. Um, so we're actually opening the doors to, our, to the suite and to um, to see Terry's for our first mates to come along and members to come and join us. So how different is your accommodation than you would find in a normal hotel or yeah. another ship? Yeah, so we've got accommodation ranging from the Massive Suite, which is actually called the Massive Suite, I haven't forgotten the name. Uh, so the Massive Suite does what it says on the tin, it is yeah. the biggest suite on board the ship, which there are two of them. Um, the square footage is bigger than my house, so uh, it's a little bit, <laughs> bit scary how big it is. You've got an outdoor hot tub, you've got your outdoor shower, you've got a table which you can dance on. Um, if you booked in a mega rockstar suite, you get a glam squad, which you, clearly you don't need, Andy. Obviously. Uh, but they will come down and they will make sure that your hair and makeup ready and your runway ready, uh, ready to head out onto out onto the ship. Um, you'll also have a mixologist that can come to your cabin to be able to be a suite to be able to throw parties. Um, so nice. it's incredible. If you yeah. are in a mega rockstar suite, you also get your drinks included on the ship. We call you know like on the house, but on the ship. And uh, so that, that's included. Um, so the, the suites are, are just incredible. The majority of our accommodation is in our sea terrace grade, which which essentially is the balconies. Yeah. Um, but one thing you'll notice is our sea terraces are very different um, because again, the feedback was that people have never cruised before, didn't just want a bed in a box, but sometimes right. how cruise cabins are. They wanted the cabins to work so much harder and wants to be able to offer them a different type of experience depending on the time of day. So we've patented something called the seabed. Uh, and the seabed is a bed that converts into, into a lounger, into a sofa. Uh, but it is a patented design, so nobody else can copy it, which I love. Right. And the bed will be converted either by the cabin steward or it's easy enough if you wanted to do it yourself. Um, you can either have it in a queen size bed mode or you can have it in a, an, an L-shaped L -shape sofa. Uh, we've got mood lighting in the cabins, you've got tablets to control everything. Um, we'll be announcing some more things about Ship Eat, which is our uh, room service. Okay. Um, and the cabins are clever cabins. So it, when you leave your cabin, the cabin knows you've left. So it'll go into eco-friendly mode, it'll close the blinds, yes. it will turn the air conditioning down. So sustainability runs through everything that we do. Yeah. So And then when you come back towards your cabin, it will wake up to the right time of day. So if it's daytime, it'll open the blinds, giving you your view of the ocean or the port. Um, if it's nighttime, it'll keep the lights dimmed for you and obviously getting you ready for nighttime. So okay. it's very clever. Sound cool. Um, we should talk about the customer briefly uh, because I'm aware of time. So if you do have any questions, please get them in now because we are about to run out of time very shortly. Um, most travel agents always have cruise customers that they can approach or people who would be interested in taking a cruise. Presumably most travel agents have a Virgin Voyages customer somewhere who maybe take, hasn't taken a cruise before. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned earlier about whether we are focused on new to cruise. Yeah. Um, without a doubt, there is an element of that where people have never considered a, a holiday at sea before, see what Virgin are doing. They know the Virgin brand and know it's going to be different. So yeah. we're enticing those people in. We also know, uh, and we've had, people who are currently sailing on other brands have chosen Virgin Voyages because they just see us as a 
better fit for what they're looking for. And I'm not saying necessarily we're better than other brands. It's just about their, they, it's a better suited to what the experience that they're looking for. So there is, we're so lucky to be in an industry where there's so many incredible yeah, products and choices. Yeah. Yeah. We want to be an additional choice, not an instead of. So um, we want, to, we want to help first mates to find the right sailors that are going to love our experience. Okay. Uh, we've had a question from someone asking what date what date will you be in Dover? And I don't think you've announced that yet. We haven't announced it yet. It's a whole fire. Whole fire. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be announcing those dates soon. So yeah, not long to wait. And then from Dover, it goes up to Liverpool. So if you... Yeah, yeah which it goes up to Liverpool. And then uh, we did have a question recently as well of whether we would be selling that voyage from Liverpool across to the US. We will not. Okay. So yeah, that will, she will be uh, heading over with some crew. It'll be you on board. I may be. I may, <laughs> I may be on board, but I'll be on board a lot of times. So I do have a three-year-old son that needs to know who I am well, at some, some point as well. Uh, so future plans. So I know that you have been active in the UK for a while. Um, does that mean most of your guests will be sourced from North America and the UK? Uh, yes, yeah, so we're currently on sale for in UK, um, US and Canada, um, we, which we said other markets would come in, in due course, yeah. so maybe Australia and then uh, other markets as we kind of expand really, but they're, they're our primary core markets right now. Okay, and you have, a, as we've said before, you have a team here, so what kind of activities can we expect from you in the coming, before your ship comes yeah. in, your first ship comes in? So there'll be plenty of opportunities to win your space on Scarlet Lady, so okay. we do have the First Mate Society that I mentioned, which which is a dedicated Facebook closed user group, which has exclusive content only for travel agents. Yeah. Uh, by engaging in that, it awards them a CQ score on firstmates.com. Okay. Um, and the higher that score, the more likely they are to be invited uh, on First Mate, on okay. uh, Scarlet Lady. Yeah. We've also just been doing our roadshow. So myself, Gemma and SJ have been traveling up and down the country. Um, we have had First Mates in Belfast, in Scotland, um, in Liverpool, where else did we go? Birmingham, Cardiff. So you can't forget, been, you have to listen yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been really we've it's been really great to see yeah. people and and the thing for us it's about we're here to help people understand what the Virgin Voyages experience is about and the amazing thing about this job and this brand is the fact that people are just amazed every time we present it so yeah. it's almost like there's satisfaction every time you present the experience to people they get it um, so if you're not quite sure or if you you just don't quite know who we're aiming for, yeah. uh, then get in touch and we'll, we'll help them out. Okay, and presumably it all becomes a lot easier as a product to sell once the product itself has been tried and tested by travel agents and customers. It does, yeah, and we know that because travel agents told us that one of the challenges is there isn't reviews out there, so there's right. obviously no one's sailed on us yeah. yet, so no one's said how amazing it is. <laughs> so customers and, and future sailors are dependent on our, our right. word and yeah. the word of the travel agent. So one of the things that we are doing, I mentioned, is opening up that suite in the cabin to allow our first mates the chance to actually come and see them themselves right. so they can then go back to their customers sure. and say, I've seen it, I've, I've enjoyed the hardware, I've, I've experienced the yeah. seabed for myself, yeah. and they can go back and share the experience having genuinely seen something. Uh, we have had a question from an Irish travel agent asking when you will expand into the Irish market. Yeah, so Republic of Ireland is somewhere I really want to get to as soon as possible, really. Yeah. So as it, with everything, we do have to make sure that we are legally compliant to operate sure. in all of the markets that we're operating in. We know there's a lot of love for us in Republic of Ireland, which is amazing. We're working with a partner in the Northern Ireland that can... Okay. That the Northern Ireland, in Northern Ireland rather, uh, that can help um, our travel agent, our future travel agent partners in Republic of Ireland. But it's on the radar, and okay. as, as soon as we can, we 
Believe me, we'll get there as soon as we can. And presumably there's quite a lot to do in other markets and other areas as well. Yeah. Um, you did just mention drinks, packages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that customers will be able to buy before they board? And so one of the things, I, I talk about this research quite a lot, but the research told us that actually our sailors weren't looking necessarily for drinks packages. Okay. So already included within our fare, we have Wi-Fi, we have all of the restaurants, we have basic bevies, which are your waters and sodas, yeah. um, with so much included already. But what they told us were they wanted crafted high quality drinks okay. at reasonable bar pricing. Okay. So coming soon, we'll be revealing more information about our bar pricing, which will give our first mates the confidence to be able to sell it. It's not about an all-inclusive experience. Okay, fine. Well, look, good luck. Thank you for the questions we had. Good luck with your first ship. Thank you. Uh, we'll obviously speak to you before then. Yeah. Um, but now, good luck with Scarlet Lady and to everyone who's watching on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming in. Pleasure. We'll Great s- to be in the white room. And <laughs> we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. That's all from us this week. Thank you to Shane and Andy for taking part. Did you watch us live? Don't forget to keep an eye out on social media for the link to watch each live learning session as it happens. Thanks for listening. My name's Toby Cruz. Happy cruising. <laughs>